From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into another show. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us in the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold beer and let's get after it. Ooh, that was a that was a nice yeah. little right in the right in this the one old, is uh, uh, what is this? Mama's little yellow pilsner uh, from Oscar Blues. It's a Bohemian pilsner. Uh, never even I, I think yeah. I've had Oscar Blues before. Yeah, yeah, I've had a little bit of, of some Oscar Blues. I'm let me, let me uh, test this. Not bottom. a big fan. Yeah, it's a. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. Had better, had worse. Had I've had much better before. How are you this week, buddy? Pretty good, man. I had a decent little weekend on the circuit, uh, the betting circuit, uh, as opposed to you. I think we flip flopped from last weekend, where you had a pretty good yeah. weekend and I had a bad weekend. Um, I broke even. Yeah, I mean, that's so, a bad weekend yeah. when you're uh, sharks like we are, okay? <laughs> uh, no, but uh, every you know, going pretty good. Enjoyed our, our flick this weekend. Watch The Gladiator, bro. I haven't nice. watched that in a while. It's good. God, so good, man. So good. But um, just, you know. Are you not entertained? Yeah, I was entertained as, as yeah. shit, Russell. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was great. Um, good weekend of football. Great weekend, weekend of football, of, man. Especially as a sports. Washington fan, ecstatic. Well, technically, that happened on a Monday, yeah. not the weekend. Right, so, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah man, uh, pretty good. How about yourself? Pretty good, man. You know, like you said, uh, just about broke even. You know, went whew, even my hedge bets didn't pan out. Uh, luckily, I had one bet that kind of, you know, it, it, you know, I, I don't do big bets. I do like three, five dollar ones. I had a parlay that, you know, for five bucks would have gotten me like eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta and throw those with, in the, there. with the first drive, because one of them was Antonio Gibson getting like 20 receiving yards. Normally, that's something you hit on. He went out with a toe injury in the He's first done. drive. Uh, but so other than that, but I mean, I had one. I I think it was over the weekend. Uh, won 20 bucks off of it. So I think I actually ended up two dollars in, in, in the green. So nice. not bad. Or, I, yeah, I'm, I actually had a. a as I just said, a pretty good weekend. I had a hit on a little $80 parlay. Um, you know, um, last week I hit on, um, on some boost or something that yeah. they gave us. And so, and also my aunt signed up turning my aunt and uncle into two degenerates as well. She signed up on my referral code. So I got $50 that I've been just trying to slowly chip away at and move it from my bonus money to my money yeah so uh yeah so what, what do we got today man what we got going on oh man today we've got uh we've got some news we've uh talking our holiday wish list for hockey we've got a joke of the week and we're talking pirates of the caribbean don't forget to check us out on what a maneuver uh and patreon to support the show let's get into the news everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice it's time for news from inside the boards All right, uh, we got an update on the CBA talks. The uh, the stalemate on the CBA technically stands, uh, but they are going to continue on with the season. So I guess the players won that one, at least for now. 
uh, they've decided not to change the agreed upon contract when realizing yeah. the league realized that they had no ground to stand they on. Have no, yeah, I mean, because their whole argument was, well, we we couldn't have foreseen COVID companies like you signed. Neither could we. Like you do, <laughs> well, no, but both sides could because they signed it. Uh, I believe in April when COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, we couldn't have seen. We couldn't have seen this thing that's already happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, looks like they're looking uh, for a January thirteenth start date, which is a little better. Gives us a, maybe ten days to get uh, drafts done. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna get everyone together and like shoot for maybe uh, this first weekend in January or something, or maybe I guess the second weekend of January since the first weekend's the second. I think. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that'll be a good little uh, weekend of drafts. Um. Uh, so what do you think, buddy? Are you excited for uh, hockey looking like it's going to come back? Yeah, man. I'm uh, I'm wondering if they have decided to go with our divisions. Uh, I haven't seen anything on that yet. Uh, you so know, I was in a meeting. I was going to put that into the CBA talks. NHLPA was, said I just I, they, they're not ready for that yet. It was, so I got to wait. Just, well, it was, you know, the tensions were high. You know, three hundred million was on the table. Yeah. They just weren't. They just weren't ready for us. Batman said he'd get back to us. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. Okay. Uh, well, cool. That's I'm, about you know, it. Not obviously, obviously excited about hockey coming back. Uh, since we just literally just had it, yeah. <laughs> we're uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get spoiled having basically year round hockey yeah. with a small break yeah. during but normal it, hockey time. I don't think they realize January thirteenth is a little bit over a month away and we don't know if there's gonna there's gonna we don't know yet if there's gonna be in-person hockey and as a season ticket holder kind of need to know i mean that would be helpful you got to plan your information to have a schedule yeah and are they gonna be taking my money soon because so uh yeah right they're dead well yeah i can tell i can answer that one for you bobby i wasn't involved in any of those talks (laughs) yes they are gonna still take your money yeah (laughs) yeah uh, but I mean, because here's the thing: some owners have said that they would rather just not play simply because, uh, you know, unlike with hockey, they rely so heavily on ticket sales. It's not like the uh, the NFL, the NBA, where they rely mostly on TV deals. They rely heavily on ticket sales. So some owners have said they they can they're better off not playing at all. So I guess it comes down to well, I mean, you don't want to you don't want to hurt those billionaires' pockets, know, right? You know, yeah. Forget the little man. I mean, to be fair, though, they're just saying that because I just looked it up. Two billion dollar 10 year deal for well, the yeah. the right. So they, they were they were saying that like six teams would go out of business that, that they can't afford. And it's like you need to and learn you how to shouldn't budget. be in bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, Americans are has are should have had supposed to have had eight months worth of savings Bro, we got twelve hundred dollars yeah that's true when i you know you gotta use that wisely so the same thing goes for 200 yeah. million bro what are you talking about like, yeah, we can't make 200 million last eight months oh can you not uh that's crazy so yeah. you know that's uh that's that's interesting to to hear that you're not going to be able to afford this just go into your pocket bro yeah. maybe maybe don't go to starbucks yeah you know maybe you don't get those cappuccinos. maybe don't get that avocado toast i think it's time for them to pull themselves up by their bootstraps that's uh, that's <laughs> What I'm trying to say to this billionaire owner, like, bro, you got bootstraps just like the rest of us. What up? Give (laughs) us hockey, you know, especially to people like yourself who actually pay for it. (laughs) Literally have paid for you banked all this money that you didn't get to watch a bunch of games for. 
And now you're telling me, well. Like, but look at the shiny new re- uh, reverse retro jersey we just came out with. That's true. <laughs> That's, I mean, we didn't even think about that. Yeah. How much did they pay to have some guy do that? You know? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah. But all right. So let's move into uh, outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. This one's dope. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got break dancing in the Olympics. Jabberwockies, your time to win an Olympic gold. <laughs> did you think? Did you? You know? Did was there ever a break dancer? I don't. I mean, I don't know when they decide I'm going to be a break dancer in life. Did they ever think I'm going to win an Olympic gold one day? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, and is this like a? I guess other some other countries have it, but like people like weird countries are like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I got to get together a, a break dancing squad. <laughs> now, now I'll tell you what I will be watching because of this. I am not a huge fan of the opening ceremonies. I think they're garbage, and I think they put in way too much money. Just give me more sports. Although all the countries walking in with the break dancers walking out, uh, walking, break dancing in front of the country that they're walking in front of, that's gonna be. They sick all have nasty, their own little cultural dude. twist to it. That's what I'm saying, dude. The you know, I, you're, what was it? America's Best Dance Crew. Yeah. You remember when that was like a whole thing where there's it's like all these dance crews that are around and enough to where we can have a whole competition for it. It didn't seem like it lasted long. But they like that, but bigger. That's that. This now it's there. I want. I just want to know like the competition style of it. Like what are they? Yeah. <laughs> and first off, here's my. Usually with sports, like before they get into the Olympics, there's usually some form of like successful organized edition of it. Right. I feel like America is the only. Maybe Britain too is the only place that really has organized forms I was of thinking, break dancing. I was thinking. I was thinking France probably has France it. for sure. They definitely got some. Bre- I mean, I would imagine it's bigger than we as people that are not following the break dance circuit. Yeah, would imagine. But again, what they're definitely going to have to have is they're going to have to have some sort of Russian judge that's always like everybody's like, "What was a ten? And wanna, he's like, yeah. "That's a six. I want to see like because here's the thing: usually with break dancing, you have like. The, the most recent like you know hit music something tells me the olympics aren't gonna get the rights to this music so they're gonna have like off brand or i just want it in silence i would imagine i, would I want Im- it in full silence, full silence. <laughs> i want it to be like i want it to be as if when golf comes the olympics and it's just everyone just my, like, my guess would be the olympics itself wouldn't have to get the right maybe and i uh, i'm sure the olympic committee has to get the right to it i would imagine that the team has to get the rights to it. So like, bro, like Jabberwockies are like... Honestly, I think NBC would have to get the rights to it to broadcast it. Yeah, I would imagine that... There's probably a lot that goes into that. Though, as a person... I mean, with yeah. your rights, like you're going to give it to you. Look, America yeah, know, wants sure, right. yeah. why wouldn't you? The whole world is yeah. watching and listening to your music while this dude spins on his head. Like, yeah, yeah. like obviously you can use but this also, music. Like, how like because that it's so breakdance, I feel is going to be so subjective. Like, obviously, like with with diet, like with gymnastics, there's like form and like you have to hit this to do that. I'm sure breakdance is the same way. But if someone comes out there with a banger, if someone comes out there with like some 90s Will Smith, like, dude, oh, that's that's what see, Bobby, that I already already fixed that for you. That's what that Russian judge is there for. OK, <laughs> there are some people that are just judging off of this is dope. 
I'm going to give it a high score. And then that Russian judge is like, yeah, but his pinky was a little far out when he did the twist or whatever. <laughs> I, I don't know the, I don't know terminology. Yeah. Maybe we need to get up and here's on the it. thing. Usually judges are like retired from the sport. So these going to be like 25 <laughs> year olds judging. <laughs> they're, they're, they're retired from the sport. There's just going to be, it's just going to be like regular dudes that they like, like, you and like I. I saw you on the first video of that, on that cardboard box yeah. on VH1, like 30 years ago, bro. Like you're in run DMC's definitely going to be there, yeah. dude. Dude, I think that that should be the requirement. Everybody has to dance to run DMC. I think they should always have a celebrity get like like Dr. S- Chang is up there. Oh, oh. Yeah. Dr. Chang, Simon Cowell, Sinbad, maybe Little Dicky, maybe one of us. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Little Dicky should be there just for some, you know, some comedic relief. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be awesome. And you were talking about individuals on Twitter are are upset about this. Oh yeah. Well, people on Twitter are upset about everything. Always upset. And I was, and I was just thinking those are the same people that would have been upset if it would have not been included. They're like, yeah. what are you doing? We got to get break dancing in there. Yeah. The only dance crew that I'm, I'm aware of is the Jabberwockies. And that was like America's next best yeah. dance crew. Number one. Are they even allowed to come? Are they going to like, is that, is America just going to pull a dream team and just send like, send the Jabberwockies and like everyone else? Why wouldn't you? I mean, you would have to imagine like, what what country do you think is going to be the sleeper with this? The sleeper. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, with Chad. (laughs) Chad is going to send a crew in and you're not even going to know what hit you. I'm waiting for like the whitest of the white countries. Madagascar. They're they're going to dominate. Or I, I, Something tells me like Japan will be dope. Japan will be. That's I feel no like question. Norway's going to get up there and they're just going to start like, uh, like whatever with the polka, wooden, like yeah. polka dancing. Like <laughs> you see, <laughs> you see Germany, <laughs> Germany comes out with their lederhosen and just over uh, an accordion. I like see this as more of like a beer fest style yeah. of battle, which now that breakdancing, there is no reason why beer drinking competitions should not be in the Olympics. We've been we training for this. Never thought that we could be Olympic athletes, Bobby. And yet. This provides us with that small little glimmer yeah. of hope. The Jabberwockies still have like a website. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, yeah. Now. Still have a we- Space Jam still has a website. Well, right. <laughs> but I mean, this looks, you can like buy tickets to them, Bobby. Like I'm going to go click on this buy tickets link. They have, they're, they're in 2020. They're, we found out they're the ones who you actually can got- buy official gear, like their mask and their gloves and stuff, bro. That's dope. Uh, and a mask. You can buy a mask. Here's my, the thing, though. I said a mask, but I meant like yeah. the white mask. Yeah. You can actually buy like one of the face masks uh, that you would have to wear. So here's my thing, though. The Jabberwockies, I, th- that's one of their, their <laughs> fake call to fame is their masks. For the Olympics, though, I mean, how are you going to make sure that it's actually them out there and they're not Ooh. like, because they, well, because again, you, someone's going to have to see their face. You're allowed to bring in ringers, though, you would imagine, because it's, you know, the yeah, best. Yeah, but you best. have to like be like on the thing. Like if someone gets injured right before, you can't just be like, hey, we're calling this like dude from another country. Yeah, but I don't, why? Who cares? <laughs> it's well, break dancing. Rules. It's the Olympics. There's rules. It's break dancing. Hey, by the way, you can buy like their tracksuit that they wear. <laughs> You want to know how much it would cost you to buy the pants and the jacket? Two hundred and thirty dollars. Two hundred and forty. That was oh. really close, bro. It's one forty for I'm the jacket. One twenty. One twenty for the for the pants. So 
hoodie, 95. I, I know that because I already bought it. They're white gloves that they wear. $55 for some Santa gloves. are expensive. Wow. Yeah, sure. But they have Jabberwockies on there. But they got a, you know, they got a walk shop. That's what they call their, their, their shop. Whole lot. There's something called the rabbit hole. I'm going down it. So <laughs> I'm uh, excited for this. I I am too. And it, and the most th- the biggest thing that I'm excited for, Bobby, is it yet again proves that the Summer Olympics reign dominant over the Winter Olympics. I think bro. I'll give that to you now. With you got to give it up. I mean, look. Now, I'm assuming that if beer drinking, beer drinking is going to be a winter sport, right? Ooh, I don't know. The, yeah, I would think it would have to be. You don't want to be a heat. dual threat and different kinds of beer for each season. Oh, yeah. Like see? you said, like I'm the captain of the winter team because they got the Guinness and the Stouts. Send you in for the Summer Olympics. Summer with the Olympics, IPAs. IPAs, bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then we can still keep with our, our tradition. Yeah. As is tradition, <laughs> after this, we're going to be a full Rocky montage for us training for drinking uh, in the Olympics. We're in, we got, I guess we got to figure out We how wake up every morning and like put four beers in a blender and just, just drink it raw. <laughs> <laughs> we, we crack over. It's like the, it's like the, uh, the, the Randy Marsh, Randy Marsh yeah. thing on South Park when he's like training, he's cracking all those beers into a cup or yeah. uh, eggs into a cup and then he dumps it into the, into yeah. the pan to fry them up. <laughs> Uh, All right, breakdancing's in. Yeah. All right. Um. Uh. You put this on here. Um. So the NFL, my cause, my cleats was this weekend. I think it was one of part of the compromise that they came to when uh when a, a lot of the uh Black Lives Matter thing was happening earlier this year. Bunch of cool cleats that you saw out there. They're going to auction them off, and they're able to give them to whatever cause that they wanted. Um. Patrick Mahomes did did his with like a bunch of people that are a bunch of at risk youths that are in the the community. And so they get submitted. They all submitted their ideas of of what they wanted on the cleats. And so that was pretty cool. It was, it was good to get a little flavor and you know, you would be amazed, Bobby. It affected football zero. So it's really weird that it was biggest inconvenience is occasionally when someone has a yellow cleat, like, Oh, is that a flag? No, it's not biggest inconvenience of the week. And when it's, but the, not even the problem. Yeah. What the problem was? The Seahawks have always been doing this. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is not new. Like, yeah. So that was uh, that was super cool. Those are like, man, that's always been one of my things. It's like that's such a from the NFL's perspective, an easy win. Yeah, like, just something like the that celebration. Like, yeah, thing. like, and they they act as if, and I think I mean it's purely business where they're like, oh, I guess we'll give into this, but you guys don't get pay raises. Right. And then it's like, oh, celebration in those cleats. Like, no, nobody cares. Like people. I remember people when they were celebrating, people were like, this is it. Football's done. The NFL's going down. They're going to go out of business. The XFL is going to come in. It's like, okay. Yeah. And it's like, sure. it's been better for the sport. Sure, buddy. Whatever, man. You just, again, that goes back to, you're going to complain no yeah. matter what, dude. Some people just live on complaining. And I do too. Don't get me wrong. But just is like a, in a personal thing. Like, I'm not going to go online and complain about stuff. That's yeah. so stupid to me. Anyway. All right. Uh, AJ Green reportedly not returning to the Bengals next season, according to ESPN. Uh, it looks like they will be separating. Uh, and uh, at first when I read this, I thought, oh, is he injured? And it's like, nah, he's straight up. It's like, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not. He's not re-signing his contract. Uh, that's I mean, he's still one of the biggest threats in the NFL, dude. I mean, he's not as reliable as he used to be, but. You know. Just so injury laden. Yeah. But I mean, who wants to play for that that franchise? I saw this hilarious tweet 
you know, that big scrum between the Dolphins and the Bengals this weekend. Yeah, I saw people got ejected. I didn't get to see it, though. It was like a big thing. There's punches flying yeah. everything. Well, there's this picture on Twitter and it circles in the background like the five offensive linemen. And they're like on a, they're like taking a knee like well behind the big scrum. And they're like, look, the Bengals offensive linemen doing what they do best, not protecting anyone. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Like. In a scrum like that, as someone who's played offensive line, there's an issue. That's with, your job. Like, yeah. yeah. Cause there's been like I've literally gotten kicked out of a game because someone but like after the play like pushed my quarterback down. Like we could have taken the fly, but I was like, no. no. Literally your job is to protect your quarterback on and off the field. So I, I pushed that dude and like I threw a punch and I got ejected. Always but, like, remember I protect my quarterback. I always look back and remember the replacements. You know, when uh <laughs> Shane Falco has his two guards like go up to that dude and is like, that's you know. That's our guy. And there was yeah. that was outside of the event, like yeah. completely out non-football related. So just well, ridiculous. What a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Dude, it is a good when, movie. When they're in the drunk tank and they start doing they start like singing and dancing. What a great scene. Yeah, man. It's uh that's a really good movie, and maybe we should we should discuss it at some point. Yeah. Gene Hackman kills it in that. Yeah, I mean, in everything, yeah. bro. Gene Hackman is my dog, okay? <laughs> I love Gene Hackman. Hoosiers? Yeah, yeah, bro. When he coached the Preds? I mean. When he coached the (laughs) Preds and required six passes? My team's on the ice. (laughs) Uh, All right. I'm ecstatic ecstatic about this one. You're excited about this Uh, one. Steelers suffer their first loss to the football team. Enough can't be said about Alex Smith and what how he's turned that team around. That is, I mean, that defense that defensive line is nasty. The Steelers had multiple opportunities to win that game and close it out. And they just could not, could not do it. And for two weeks in a row, they've looked, they've looked bad. Yeah. Looks well, like they have a cut. I mean, and here's what people want, like, they've had a cut, pretty easy schedule this year. Yeah. Like their schedule is not, you know, indicative of, you know, a team that sh- like if uh, for like an 11 and 0 team, I guess 10 and 0 team before this week. That's I mean, yeah, that's not compared to like the Chiefs 10 and one. Sure. No, I, I completely agree. Um, They had have a couple of decent wins on yeah. their resume, but not enough to show you that they the were best the best win team is probably when the, it was against the Titans. Titans. Yeah. And, and I mean, they almost lost that, too. You yeah. know, they, they almost lost that in the, the comeback. Um, Yeah. Deontay Johnson is ridiculous to me, man. He is one of the best receivers in the league on one play and on the next play, he's dropping easy passes that he should. And Chase Claypool, you got to let that guy score to get your boy the first touchdown to <laughs> let him get his money, dude. Why are you not letting me get my money? Anyway, what that was, that was just a, um, a poor showing by the Steelers, but nothing to take away from the the football team in itself. Titans and I know this is not on the dock, but, uh, you know, with our main audience here, you asked a great question to me this weekend. Does this game say more about the Browns or the Titans? Yeah, And we agreed on it. The Browns. It says way more about the Browns, the Titans, even early on when we were getting the crap kicked out of us, they didn't look bad. Yeah. Baker Mayfield just looked bad. Great. And I he said, it, I mean, I said amazing. it on the show two weeks ago. I'm still a Baker Mayfield believer. He is obviously still very young. He's still got a lot to learn. Um, I think that of all the young quarterbacks and old quarterbacks that Cleveland has had over the past decade, he has been the best uh, 
uh, mesh for that team and at the right time. Well, he's played he's played more than half a season, so yeah. he's already tops yeah. of their list. I, it was a perfect it's a perfect storm for Cleveland, and, and it's and it goes to show you, man, like what what that city has been saying for years. Trust the process. Yeah, uh, and Cleveland is the perfect yeah, but they've example. been saying it for thirty years. <laughs> the process you can't just keep saying it, and then finally you have a decent quarterback, and you're like the process worked. Tim, the Pistons are like, yes, Tim Couch, Tim Couch from 98 would like a word like, <laughs> you know, like I get what you're saying. Like, I mean, this is a decent, decent yeah. football team. I like Kevin, uh, Kevin Stefanski. I yeah. think that he's really brought a lot to that team and utilizes all of the skill positions that they've had and they've had for years and they've never been able to to pull out Titans. Made that little comeback. They uh they had him a good end of the game. Yeah. But God, that's because Titans are a good team. <laughs> like if I think it's better for Cleveland, though, that Titans didn't just, you know, lay a goose or, you know, they just lay down and die yeah. because it showed that the Browns were able to hold off a good team with momentum coming back at the end. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I don't know if I'm ready to say that the Browns are you know, ready to go to a conference championship game, but they're, I mean, they're, they're a second round team. They're going to make a good showing for sure. Yeah. I mean, listen, anything can happen. I mean, we've seen giants as a wild card team before go all the way. So we, it'll really depend on where they land in the wild card race because we do not have two buys this year. Yeah. The number two seed, which very easily could be the chiefs is going to play the last wild card team. Yeah. And that's a tough draw. And, and so I think that's ridiculous. Only giving one team to buy. I don't I like li- that. I like it. Do you added two more? It I, gives- I think for this year specifically, <clears throat> they should give all teams a and then let all eight teams go in at once. It added it added a mega. Uh, well, there's nine teams mm. now. So it okay. added a I think. Right. I'm no, sure. it's it, go, it went to eight. You're right. Yeah. But it added a mega incentive to. Not because we get to week 16 and there yeah. are teams that get to rest players for two weeks. Well, that's not really an option anymore because of the seeding process. So I actually really like it uh, personally. Now, let's ask the same question about uh, the Washington Pittsburgh game. Does that win say more about Pittsburgh or more about Washington? I, th- I, I, think, I think that's a both. I think it says a I, I I agree. I think it says a lot about where the Steelers are now. I think it says a lot about where Washington's going to be going forward in the future. Right. I, that With I, a healthy Alex Smith, uh, you know, listen, Antonio Gibson's one of the best, you know, young uh, guys in the NFL. But the fact that they were able to do that without him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's 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 wild. Logan, Tom, Logan Thomas looked amazing. He did. He looked really good. I, I would like to completely agree with your with your statement here. The thing is, Washington is still on the rise. Yeah. Even with a good up and coming team, you went up 14 to nothing at halftime. You've got to win that football game as the Steelers. Personally, I, I, that's, that's, so I think it says a lot about Washington not to take anything away from them beating a good Steelers team. Yeah. They're not a great team. Washington's not a great team yet. No, they're a, and honestly, I wouldn't even call them a good team yet. They're a... They're pretty good in their division. Yeah, well, yeah. I think they're tied for first. Uh, oh, man. How about... I mean, and New York uh, beating the crap out of Seattle. Yeah. I mean, you know, New the York's other, a good football team, too. Yeah. Um, I, I, that, that's a division. The NFC East is sitting there like, mm, how the turntables. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that's a division that, that got a lot of flack at the beginning of the year. 
us giving it included. But again, it kind of goes back to, yeah, I think that says a lot about the Giants. But again, oh, it Cole goes McCoy. back to it goes back to that says a lot about the Seahawks too. They yeah. have not looked like the team that we saw earlier in the year. I think it also I says was, a lot about the NFL in general that listen, don't parody. No, no, any you know the the term any given Sunday isn't just a term for no reason. Right. Like you cannot sleep on any team. You know, you, hell, the Jets almost pulled off an upset this weekend. I love how Adam Gaze blamed there was a bunch of quotes obviously greg williams is a moron for sending that blitz in that situation yeah but then adam gaze said to in a quote to someone uh oh i was you know i was not looking i was i wasn't wasn't paying attention or something and then i look up and then that's the defense we're running and i'm so confused first of all you are your whole life is lived Adam Gaze by blaming it on other people. But second of all, how are you not watching the last play of potentially your first win and got bamboozled? That is, that is on you. Loved that though. That helped me win a nice three game teaser that I needed the Raiders to win. So I appreciate Adam Gaze being the coach there for this instance. He is a bad football coach, and he is just trying to push the blame to anybody and everybody except for him. Bro, this is you. You are yeah. a bad coach. But great football Sunday. 200th episode of Red Zone. Congratulations to Scott Hansen. That was... Uh, Dude hasn't aged. Dude the little is, thing like they showed like him starting. I mean, he's got a better suit now. Right. Yeah. He's like, oh, we retired the pinstripe and now he doesn't wear a tie even. He's just like, bro, I'm yeah. chilling, man. You know, he he does a fantastic job. Uh, we should get that job, dude. Yeah, we would never be able to get that job, bro. <laughs> like Scott Hansen is going to have that job till he dies. I mean, we could take over for Siciliano. Yeah, I mean. Anybody could. I would never go up against Scott Hansen for a different style of red zone, bro. He is amazing. So congratulations to them. All right, let's get into our main topic. We've got our hockey holiday wish list. Uh, pretty much what we want most for the future of the NHL. Um, we I only happy got to, holidays. Yeah. So let's. Uh, I'm going to start off with you know something small that has really affected the sport, I think, for the negative. And I want to eliminate the trapezoid behind the uh, the net. I think it's just needless. It really it doesn't benefit the game at all. Let right. the I mean, the fact is goalies now are amazing athletes. They're not the goalies of the 50s or the 60s. Let them skate out if they want to, you know, play a little bit you know, more defensive and go get the puck. Let them do that, man. Let, let them skate around. I mean, I know Pecorino would love to do that. And a lot of other play, uh, goalies would love to be able to have more freedom back there. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. It was not one that I immediately thought of when I saw it, but then I saw you had 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 it on there. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, my first one is one that we've talked about pretty consistently, and I'll keep putting it on my wish list until it gets gets brought in. Change the playoff format. We need a one to eight seating in the uh, in in the division or in the conferences. I, it's so ridiculous that we have to watch. The same matchups yeah. year after year yeah. after year. You know my thing. I want a one through uh, sixteen. Yeah, but that's <laughs> not that's not realistic. Yeah. I want a, I want a realistic. Yeah, one to eight. Vote. Is, yeah, yeah. 
um, more consistent offside, really, dude. It feels like at least every other week, if not more than that, we have a ridiculous, uh, you know, whether it's a challenge where it's like they came into the the they came into the that side of the ice like five minutes ago. Yeah, like there should a they need to get concrete rules where okay if they scored a goal and maybe if they entered if there was an offside within a minute 90 seconds it can be called off or more or less i mean they just need to come to something i personally think that they need to play it like any other ruling i like the fact that coaches can challenge it yes i think that maybe there should be a time limit maybe there shouldn't whatever for that challenge but the but definitely there needs to be some consistency. Yeah. You, that is the biggest problem that we have is, and also it should be one, if there, if, you know, a team goes in offsides and a guy's not even involved in the play, he should be able to go check in, check up at the line and go back in and there never be an offsides because yeah, he was offsides when they went in the zone, but he checked up again and they're clear. I think that I, but uh, but the biggest thing is is what you said in the, in the key highlighted word that you said there consistency. Yeah. And honestly, I get that <clears throat> these you know these old timers they don't want any form of technology. But I don't think there's any pain in putting some sort of sensor in the puck, no. and then and then literally like it doesn't have to be a big thing up in the arena where a big light goes, but somewhere in a booth it just says okay it just crossed the line right now. That way. That's not the only thing they can. But when they're watching the video and it's time, it has timestamps and say it's behind a skate or something or the camera angles bad. They can say, OK, it crossed the line right now. You know, you know what I, I, I hate is the fact that no one cares what you think, old man. You know, yeah. like that's my biggest thing is like if you don't want advances in technology, then you are welcome to go up to Alaska and watch pond hockey be played, bro. Like yeah. nobody's asking you. The reason that we get such great hockey and it's not like guy, it's not like goalies wearing freaking large newspapers as pads anymore is because of advances in technology. Yeah. I bet I've they had no never, problem with technology when they when technology won World War Two. Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, not my point, but like <laughs> but that's my point is the fact that I hate people that remember when. Well, well, my in my day, kids used to have to do this. Yeah, but it's not your day, old yeah. man. Like that's why we've advanced as a nation. And I'm not just I'm not just singling out old men. I'm also singling out old women too. Old women do it, you know? Yeah. And young women and young men. Don't be a remember when, bro. We all have advanced life to make life easier on the group below us. Like why would you hate your life so much that you want somebody else to have it just as yeah. hard as you did. Like I've never got when parents did that. Like you wanted your kid to have a better life, but then you get mad at them when they do yeah. like, bro, that's on you. You know, you should have, you should have taken them up to Appalachia and lived in the mountain. If you didn't want yeah. no technological yeah. advances. Okay. My second one. And you added an next extra one. I think that's a team one yeah. for us. 10 minute three on three overtime, bro. I'm not saying get rid of the shootout. Chill out, old man. I'm not eliminating the shootout. Honestly, old man might be. I mean, they don't like shootouts. They think shootouts are a disgrace to the sport because the shootout's fairly new in the large scheme of things. I Yeah, I don't I didn't know when the when it was introduced, but I love the three on three overtime and boost that up to 10 minutes. Yeah. I think that that would be we would get a lot more games decided on the ice rather than 
who has the guy that can yeah. shoot. Honestly, the best listen, I love shot. three on three, and I think three on three should stay. I don't want it to be a, a sudden death. Though. I want a like a you know just I, play the full ten. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: if if you're gonna do a ten minute, it kind of then has to be a sudden death kind of. But if you're gonna do a five minute three on three, have them play a full five minutes. Sure. Okay. And then if I can that, agree yeah, with that. That way, you know, because here's the thing: like I, I I I don't like sudden death in any sport. Now I guess I know that eventually it has to be sudden death, and I get that. But like that's why like f- like college football and pro football like it's i don't like it like they, well college football is the exact opposite of sudden death well, I thought, everybody gets the same opportunity i thought eventually it goes to like you know if they miss the first one you all you have to do is score a field goal yeah but that's i mean you everybody got equal opportunity okay though. but I, see i don't want just equal i want a i want another you know give me another like, what me, is your proposal because eventually it goes to if you score a touchdown you have to go for a two-point yeah. conversion give me and give me another quarter. college football give me a the, give me a fifth quarter of play man college football has the best overtime rules of any sport do they still do the start of the 25 yeah so that that right there to me i'd be fine with the way it is if, if you do a full kickoff and not start at the 25 i don't like no, that's I, silly. to me i don't think it should rely on i just i never like the start of the 25 it's see but that the, the difference is everything is absolutely equal yeah, no, everybody I, gets I, the get exact yeah. same and i'm saying that more from a viewer point of view um yeah and the viewer point of view dude it is literally we it is something we don't get enough like i remember watching and arkansas and i forget the other team maybe it was auburn they went like nine overtimes dude you got like three hours of extra football that was just back and forth and back and forth I love the college football overtime, and I think that it's it's one of the rare great overtimes that we yeah. have. I might be off base on the. Co- I mean, I guess I don't watch enough college football. I guess it. I think it doesn't I'm happen. Enough. Yeah, but pro football definitely. There, there sure. should be no reason that winning a coin flip should give you any advantage in overtime. Exactly. That to me is the biggest bullshit. Dude. Agreed. Agreed. I see. That's what I'm saying. Whereas the advantage you get in college football means that you get to go second. Okay, like that's a that's a good enough advantage for winning a coin flip, but it doesn't give you the ultimate advantage. It doesn't yeah. mean you win, you know, like so I, you know, there could be differences in, in opinions. All right. Uh, let us walk around during a live puck. Yeah. It is. Uh, and here's the thing. I get it. it. It's a I get that if you have like like if you're sitting in like that weird middle eye section, like where the glass is a little bit lower. But our seats, we're being first off, we're behind a net. So I get you may not be able to say everyone walk around free, you know, free all Willy the time. Nilly, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, for the seats where it makes no sense. And here's the thing. If they were smart about it, like, listen, there have been times I gotten up and they then make me stand up out of my seat. Like I'm at right. more like, let me walk the extra five feet and outside to go like get I'm, away. I'm, from safe. The puck. Yeah. I'm trying to get I'm trying to be safe here. No, I I agree. Or at least let you sign a waiver that says, yeah. look, I'm cool with getting popped in the head with the puck yeah. because that'd be awesome. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, that's silly. That's that's more of a that's probably more of a insurance thing within yeah. the stadiums than it is a NHL thing. But it might be NHL. I mean, look, we'll blame Batman for anything, yeah. dude. We can blame you for it if you want us to. Let us know during the next CBA meeting that we are uh, called to. I'll, I'll so, shoot him a text. Shoot him, just text him. Just yeah. hey, 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 Betty. That's what we call him. <laughs> That's what we call him. Old Betty. Yeah. Old G Betty. Old Bets. Old G Betty. That's uh, so a bit of joke of the week. <laughs> the weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like this. I don't. 
wild. I think the, I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. Got us a got us a good one here today, Bob. Yeah. Uh, the Ohio High School Athletic Association has released requirements for players and coaches amid the coronavirus pandemic. Wrestlers, they can wrestle. You're allowed to wrestle. You're allowed to roll on the ground, sweaty, put your arm through somebody's leg, almost touch their nuts. That's cool. You're still allowed to do that. After the fact, though, you are not allowed to shake hands. (laughs) What? Look, man, it's one or the other, okay? Either you say no wrestling because obviously that's a lot of touching. Yeah. Or at this point, you guys can shake hands. Like, that is amazingly ridiculous. Besides the fact that within wrestling, the handshake is like a pretty big part of the wrestle. Like yeah. after you're done, you shake the hand. And I mean, you know, it's not like it's not like on a team sport where you go through the the handshake line or whatever and slap somebody's hand. Like, bro, like you've spent 15 minutes expending a ridiculous amount of energy. Like the conditioning that it takes to wrestle is so amazingly amazing that bro, let these dudes shake hands or don't have it at all. Yeah. Don't be, don't be stupid. What a joke that is. Like, yeah, it's. Like, <laughs> well, you didn't read the small print. They got to do the the nut grab instead of shaking you hands. Gotta, and just, well, it's a tickle. It's yeah. a nut tickle. Yeah. <laughs> each it's wrestler, a sanction, it's a sanction to move. Each wrestler grabs and tickles each other's nuts, and that's fine. Everybody knows that's cool. As long as the hands don't touch. That's where the problem lies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, this uh, this week, uh, we skipped it last week. We're talking Pirates of the Caribbean 3 at World's End. It was a pretty lengthy movie. I watched it today. You're uh, a Caribbean guy, huh? I'm a Caribbean guy. I'm sure that I'm wrong. I'm not I arguing. Think I, I think with I you. go back and forth. Yeah, I mean it's situational. I like to think that I'm one of the other, but like, I'm not, like I, I, in the past, I've literally died on the hill of both of them. Sure, and, because I forget which one I am. You I'm just, like, no, 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 it's a Caribbean. I'm like, it's a Caribbean, and then yeah, at the end, I'm you're like, fighting I, with yourself. I'm yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah, right. It's it what comes out. Doesn't matter, and you know that's not the not the point of the argument. The point is having the argument. Yeah. I want to die on one. But hill. I think I'm. Caribbean? I think you're a mostly Caribbean guy. Yeah, I think because because I go on cruises and I've been there, that, that that's what they say. So I now, think it just comes off. I, now, is it weird that like when we're talking about like going to like the Bahamas or something, I'm like, oh, you're going to the Caribbean? But when I'm talking about the Pirates movies, it's Pirates of the Caribbean to me. I, I think that that's the difference here. Yeah, I when I said Pirates, did I say... You Car- said Caribbean. And uh, I said I'm a Caribbean guy. I... I think I want to correct my. I think when in the sent in the phrasing of the movie, it is Pirates of the Caribbean for me at least. Yeah, I mean it's again. It sounds better than the Pirates of the Caribbean. One sounds like <laughs> one sounds like you're just going on like a ride at yeah. Disneyland, and the other sounds like pirates. You know, like oh, okay, what what up? Yeah, so continue. You yeah. had you had you had important yeah. uh, information to yeah. uh, belay it was, to us. Honestly. It was it was weird. Like I found myself saying this movie's dumb, but then like this movie's kind of cool. Like I couldn't. I think the first one was so pirate and fight heavy, and the second one was more lore heavy, and this one was like a good mixture between the two. Yeah, that 
here's the thing. I saw I saw this movie when it released. This is the second time seeing it. The last time I saw it was when it released. I think in like 2011, 2010, maybe. Um, and I saw it in theaters. I fell asleep for part of it. I think it um, came out in. Go ahead. I'm um, sorry. I know the next one came out in 2011. I think so. I think this one was like 2009. Maybe so. Maybe 2010. Um, but I fell asleep when I saw it in theaters. 2007. Wow. Yeah. So I fell asleep. Uh. When they were right after uh, Swan had become Pirate King. I remember that. Yeah. And then I woke up when they were fighting the Dutchman in like the whirlpool. So I had no idea what led to that. I thought it was like a tornado. It's, like it's a maelstrom actually is what it's called. And that actually happens in yeah. real life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it's like a ma- I, that's, that's what No, no. I was when just I watched saying. It, it's I was literally like, called a maelstrom. Yeah. When I watched it, I was like, oh, this is like they got caught in a storm or like a bad storm or something weird. And because I think I'd also... Miss, I think I go to the bathroom when they found the crack. So when they found the kraken on the shore, so I was like, "Oh, I didn't even, this is the kraken doing its thing," and I'm like, "Oh, the kraken's dead." And they never really explained why the kraken's dead, did they? Because I think Jones, they killed it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Okay, well, they never really. Yeah, um, no I idea. guess no idea. Johnny Depp killed it. I guess when he, he went died. In. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I feel. Like I think that like, he went to the land of the dead or whatever. Ah, uh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. So the science, yeah. So, <laughs> so the waterfall was them going to the land of the dead. I assume that's it was I a portal to the land of the dead. So, or like this, like uh, I guess like a purgatory esque okay. type of deal. Yeah. Okay. No clue. Science. Science. Yeah. I mean, science explains it, Bobby. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, yeah. So I mean, I, it was overall a good movie. Um, I guess I'm excited for the next one. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited for the next one. I think it's like kind of like off on its own. Though I don't think we, I don't think I get. So my they're boy. not going after the Fountain of Youth. I mean, yes, but I don't think okay. it's like it doesn't. It doesn't need. You don't need the other groups. Like I'm yeah. sure, like there's parts of it, but like I think like my boy isn't my boy Will Turner. He's out Is now. Uh, I, I don't you know. know. I'm not not too yeah. familiar. I'm really upset. Like I don't. I didn't like. Um, uh, Davy Jones' death in this. I don't. I thought like I definitely. I didn't like his face. So I thought if I, I, I guess I kind of was expecting him to get a redeeming arc, like where no. you know he like gets turned, no. like he he re, like he does something nice and then he turns into actually Bill Nye and he like he's like oh he's gonna go spend the rest of his life with Calypso. No, he had to die. That was pretty clear throughout the last two movies, Bobby. He had to die. That was the only way he was no longer Davy Jones was death. Well, I knew he was going to be Davy Jones, but I thought maybe he like accepted that he has to be the, the fairy man now and take care of the dead. I think once that you grow tentacles on your face, there is no fairy. You can't <laughs> fairy anymore. Uh, I, I really, really enjoyed this one. I think that it, it was definitely different than than Pirates 1. It was a lot better than Pirates 2, though. Oh, yeah. What I mean, dude, that the ship battle scene was one of the greatest fight scenes Ian in Mc, Ian McShane is in the next one. Oh, my man, yeah, my man. I think I do remember that because I think Penelope I've seen Cruz. Four. Yeah, I'm was it on Stranger Tides? Is the uh, next one? Yeah, on Stranger Tides. Yeah, I think I saw this one in theaters, but I don't really remember a lot of it. I don't I'm, think I did. Yeah, so but no, man, it was uh, it was super good. And and didn't they get like married? Didn't uh, Elizabeth Swan and uh, Will Turner get married? Yeah. during a fight, that was awesome. Dude. Yeah, that was Jeffrey cool. Rush was like, "All right, whatever, I'll do it." Yeah, that was a that was a really really cool fight scene at the end, and also the scene where like they're walking on the sand to each other. Each each party has like three folks, and yeah. I thought that was super cool. And then they traded Jack for <laughs> for um. For Will Turner, I, I, 
a super cool movie. I really enjoyed it a lot better than two. And I think we kind of talked about it. Two is just a great setup movie though. Yeah. You know, three was not as good without two, if that makes sense. So I guess I missed it in the beginning. Swan's dad was alive in the room. Did. So I'm assuming that when he said something about order of execution, that was for him. Like they executed him or was he Uh, not? I think that, I think that they like executed, I guess maybe executed him, but like, like they destroyed the ships. That he was on. Oh, okay. The, the so East I guess India I, I didn't realize they were on a ship. I thought they were like in, in I port. I think that on they port. were on a that ship. That makes more sense. I think that they were on a ship and then like that's when you saw the cannons like blow up that particular ship. Okay. What's the way I understood it? Yeah. I, it was a Friday night and I had a few drinks. So, <laughs> but no, that, that was the way that I understood it. But, um, but yeah, really good movie. It was you saw it coming from a mi- hundred miles away that Elizabeth Swan was going to become the yeah. pirate king. And I love the scene where he's like talking to his dad, the head of the pirate council or whatever. And he's like, how's mom? And yeah. he shows her that little thing. She's like, she looks great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Johnny Depp is just a killer in that. I movie. want them definitely to go back more into that. I want to see a spinoff of young Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Who would play it? I think you could just do Johnny Depp, honestly. Yeah, but if you didn't use Johnny Depp, which a lot of folks are not these days, yeah. who are you going with? That's a, such an to... interesting choice, right? Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean... Let me hit you with this. Donald Glover. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he got super tan. He is looking... He is awesome actor, so... Honestly, I would just want them to use technology to even just use young Johnny Depp, honestly. Yeah, no no doubt. I, I mean, they've got plenty idea. of footage. It's not like when they... Sometimes <laughs> these actors, they don't have a lot of footage of that young actor. Like, you've got so much footage of a young Johnny Depp. Sure. They could do it and make it look What good. if he just looked exactly like Edward Scissorhands? <laughs> Just really bad. And one time, like, you just see him, like, pull it. Like, he's got a thing, but there's, like, a knife on the end of his uh, hand. Just from bad editing. So, before we pull out of pop culture, are you finished with Pirates 3? Yeah, I finished it today. No, no, obviously, finish the movie. It's not a series. I'm saying, are we finished discussing (laughs) it? I was like, yeah, Yeah, I watched it. (laughs) Thanks, Bobby. I just watched half. Um, Okay, so, I did... I did watch a little bit... And I fell asleep. I had talked about on this show, never having seen Die Hard. I watched a little bit of it. I feel like it's one of those movies that was a lot better when it came out. Dude, it's a good movie, man. Yeah, I got got to the point where like they, the the German terrorists kind of take over the So you got 20 minutes in? If that it seemed a lot longer than Dude, that, bro. you got to get like, that's literally like, that's like saying, yeah, I mean, I got to the point where like they introduced the character. Well, like, and I remember like waking up at parts and like, he's like crawling around and stuff. Dude, like, Hans is the, is the dope. You've got, you've got to, you got to watch you're talking it. talking about Snape, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he seemed okay. I he, mean, it was, he gets, yeah. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you though. I'm I will I will watch it because I started it and I brought this upon myself. I am not very interested in watching it. So I'm gonna go into it with preconceived notions of it being terrible. It's a great movie. It's the best Christmas movie. It is not a Christmas movie. It and I will is battle a Christmas you. Movie. No, 
things that happen around the time Involving of something a else Christmas happened. party. They, I it mean, was, yeah, but lots they, of things. There's lots of Christmas discussions. There's lots of Christmas talk. It there's, is not a Christmas movie, bro. It is nothing to do with Christmas. Has to do with bringing your family back together at the Christmas time, dude. Like, what is more Christmas and holiday than a family coming together? Yeah, but I'll tell you what's not Christmas and holiday. Some jerk dad saying that his wife is going to fail and staying across the country instead of supporting That sounds like most people's Christmases in this country. Exactly. (laughs) And I wouldn't consider most terrible people's lives to be a Christmas story. I mean, Home Alone was saying. pretty depressing, and that's a Christmas movie. I would say I would argue that it is only lightly a Christmas movie. Okay. There's at least snow in that, but like, it's not a Christmas movie. You uh, know, I disagree. I, I mean, Home Alone is not a Christmas movie. No, no. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I think I've seen Home Alone once. It's a dumb movie, and it's it's a dumb at premise. least it it's at least there's at least snow. Yeah. Okay. You, you realize half the world during Christmas time does not have snow. Yeah, but I live in America, bro. <laughs> so like my Christmas movies have snow. Okay. <laughs> we live in Tennessee. We might get a white Christmas this year for like the first time. Yeah. But like the movies that I watch, Bobby, <laughs> you gotta be very, you gotta be very clear with what I'm saying. The movies that I watch entail snow. Okay. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'll battle on the diehard. I'll, eh, I'll say eh, on a home alone. I think it's a good wintery time movie to watch, but I do not believe it to be a Christmas movie. Like if I want to get in the Christmas spirit, I'm not like, oh yeah, let's watch. My biggest issue with Home Alone is that, bro, you can't make like, yeah, I get Home Alone 1 and 2. You can't start making like six of them because at that yeah. point, well, that was child the two protective services need to get that, involved. That will, well, see, um, only the, the, the first two was Macaulay Cogan. The other three Just started with kids? new kids. Yeah. How many people are like, listen, like, there's how a many lot people of people just forgetting their kids on vacation. Lots of people, bro. <laughs> lots of people are doing at that. that point. Like they're doing it on purpose. Yeah. I mean, like Kevin Callister was just a shit bag and that's why they left. Him. That's that is my life, bro. Like yeah. I would definitely leave my kids home alone <laughs> to go to on vacation, bro. Like call CPS, bro. Take that little little devil, dude. <laughs> Fuck them kids. <laughs> Fuck them kids, dude. <laughs> All right, let's move into questions from the internet. I think you got two for us today. I do. I do. I think I'm only prepped on one, so I don't even know what the other one is. Yeah, I didn't give you the other one because it's gonna. It's a pretty good one. So I'm going to give you the one you know. All right. Would you rather spend the rest of your life blind or inside of an olive garden? That's easy. Blind. Yeah, me too. No question. Olive garden is garbage and it's not great. Yeah. And I don't feel like family when I'm there. Okay. No. If I'm being honest. When you're here, your family. Yeah. But do, maybe but do you like, feel like a diehard family? Yeah. I, that's exactly <laughs> great point, Bobby. That's exactly how I feel. I feel like abandoning everybody and everyone that I know because it's so terrible inside of <laughs> Olive Garden. It is just like L.A. to me if I was a New York cop. We get those little Andes mints. Yeah. Was he a detective? Also, by the way, going back, was he a detective or something? Uh, he was a detective for NYPD, I believe. Okay, yeah. he was a detective, though. He wasn't an officer. No, yeah, he was a detective. Okay, because he kept talking about all these open cases and stuff. It's like... Detectives have open cases. Detectives do, but okay. officers do not. That's what I was okay. saying. Like, is he just a police officer? Because, like, bro, you what are you yeah. following up on that that bodega? Yeah, he <laughs> was know, a shoplift? And they go more into it in Die Hard 2, 3, 4, and 5. And six, I think. Um, and but yeah, he's a detective. <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. It, it sounds like he's a terrible cop. Oh, he's 
honestly, as bad of a father as he is, in some of them, he's a worse cop. Yeah, I, I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a great, horrendous. he's a great vigilante. Yeah, but there's multiple, like, and I think in Die Hard Six or something like he like just, you obviously need to go and like call the real police that have jurisdiction oh, there right you think that's wild I, i'm not gonna make you i'm not gonna expect you to watch it no, die I'm hard not. like six there was like a straight up cyber terrorist attack on the city of new york he and, and, it? oh he's like oh we don't know who we can trust me a guy from the 80s who has no idea how computers <laughs> i'm gonna do this and in the mean way he like or in the meantime he like somehow rides a motorcycle to destroy a helicopter the best- he's destroying new york city like he's like superman and at the end he's just like yeah can i tell it. you the best part of that movie though bruce willis having hair that was oh, it. Yeah. that was my favorite part of the movie <laughs> yeah he slowly starts losing it throughout the series yeah so uh so definitely look i will eat olive garden I think we've even talked about this, yeah. but like, bro, I'm not going to spend garbage at salad, spending my life there. Yeah. Like, endless, endless soup and salad. Like, bro, go get a, like get people. A there are blind car. people. There's been or there's no people out there spending their entire lifetime living in an olive garden. I agree. And, you know, like the advantages of spending time in an olive garden is not as much as like not being able to see would yeah. be to me. So plus, I, we're in agreement. Plus, you know, you never have to be a DD if you're blind. That is, see, that's, I love situations in which I had somebody that had a stick shift car. Perfect. If we take your car, I 100% cannot yeah. be the DD because I can't drive stick. Not that I, wouldn't learn if I needed to learn. And, you know, all these old men that already hate me are definitely going to hate me now. I just don't know how to drive a stick, bro. Yeah. I've never had the need to learn something I don't need Shoot, to but learn. But those old men in a Tesla, they're like, oh, what do I do? Right. Well, you put those old men with a TV remote. They're like, <laughs> they're like is this an AM radio station? <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. So we're in agreement. Be blind. Overspend your life in an Olive Garden. Easy money. Okay, here's a good one. It's going to require some thought, I think. Okay. Who would win in a fight? Allen Iverson or Yao Ming? Ooh. That's tough because obviously you got a 7'6 dude with some good reach. Yeah, but his feet are not reliable. Allen Iverson is scrappy, dude. I think it's, I don't think it's as hard as we think, dude. Because even, listen, let's say we're taking them at their prime. Yao Ming at his prime was still unreal. His feet were had massive issues because of his size. Yeah. He, I, I think that, and we don't know how much power. It's not like it's Shaq, dude. He, I don't think he had much power. He wasn't like a, I mean, he had his true advantage was his height. We, unlike Shaq, who's like height and sh- just a monster. I think Allen Iverson wins that easily. I think Allen Iverson takes <clears> a <throat> knee out, gets him on the ground, and it's 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 over in the first round. Yeah, I don't I don't know about first round, bro. Because the thing is, I think that I mean seven six. That's some reach, bro. You can reach nearly across the entire boxing ring if yeah. we're assuming that it's boxing. I think that a street fight. You're completely right, but there are no rounds in a street fight. If we're talking boxing, I think that it becomes a little bit closer. Because again, I was using first round as like a, sure. a, a euphemism. Like, yeah, I don't think they're sure. gonna be on the boxing ring. Well, I mean, we get to decide. Yeah, this. yeah. Boxing, ring, I think specify. it's it's closer, but it's Allen Iverson in a street fight. Allen Iverson ends it real quick. Yeah, I think I I I agree. 
Street Fight is in no question AI. Okay. You know? So let's make it a little bit harder. And I think this one, Muggsy Bogues versus Yao Ming. I don't know that it changes yeah, anything. Same, same premise. Because uh, no, the know. reach becomes way more different. Yeah, than Yao Ming. Reading. Although, I don't know that Yao Ming could bend over that far. So, like, <laughs> it may go to Muggsy. Yeah. Right. He's even trying to punch down, and, like, Muggsy's just running up under that punch. <laughs> yeah. No problem. Like, yeah, I think that that. I think that it's a it's a little tougher because of the even bigger size differential. Let me look up how tall Allen Iverson is. He's only like six foot, right? Probably like six one. Yeah, he's six foot, bro. He's my size. Yeah. And so like Yao Ming is seven six. How big is Muggsy Bogues? I think he's like five five. Five three. <sighs> so like that's a ma- yeah. <laughs> that's a massive amount different, bro. Like, yeah, I think that I think that Yao Ming at that point they got to just team up and he put Muggsy I mean, Bogues on his shoulders. When Nate Robinson is six inches taller than you, you a <laughs> yeah. you a little you a little bitty guy, dude. You're a little fella. So, yeah. hey, I mean, dude could dunk. He could definitely jump up and punch oh, Yao Ming in the face. Yeah. But then I think that's where the advantage comes, Ming. You know, boom, yeah. right there. But in he's the head. then he's taking a lot of damage on that fall. That's a lot. That's that's a lot of fall no, damage. No, but see, he's always yeah. Well, if he gets knocked back, yeah, yeah, yeah of course, of course. Yeah, that's um, that's a that's a more interesting question. I think that Yao could take Muggsy. I think AI's got it. But I mean, we're. I, I mean, I think we've seen this kind of thing with like Rey Mysterio versus Big Show in professional wrestling. Dude. Yeah, we have. So we absolutely <laughs> have not seen it because that is not real, Bobby. I hate to burst your bubble. <laughs> Santa Claus is more real than professional wrestling. Sorry to all the kids out there. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert for the kids out there. Yeah, if you're letting your kids listen to this, you're one of those parents that would leave their kid at home alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move into. Um, Time to cast your vote. Vote your cast. Choose your pick. Pick your choice. Make a decision and take a side for this or that. All right. I think you got one for us today, bud. Yes, sir. Uh, Speak all languages or speak to all animals. This or that. For me, it seemed hard at first, but I think it's easy. I think it's Animals. easy for me too. No, I'm the opposite. I'm I'm languages, bro. Listen, there's a lot of people out there who can speak almost a lot like all the languages. And yeah, I'm sure they 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 are very famous within their community of linguists. Um, but you know who's there doesn't exist? Someone who can speak to all animals. Sure. But I would never believe the guy that said it that he could speak to animals. I mean, I'm sure there's a way you could eventually, eventually prove it. Dude. Yeah, but I would never believe him. 100% of the time, I'd be like, nah, you can't do it. I mean, if, if you say something like, hey, uh, Harper just told me she's going to bark like 14 times in a row. And then she goes and barks 14 times. And then like I do that same thing six or seven times calling it. I think I'm I like, could, you know, but I could get her to bark 14 times in a row if I wanted. Yeah, I mean, I think you got to use like, I don't know. I do not. She is a completely nonverbal. Either way, then you know where I'm going, dude. I'm creating a massive army of animals, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's advantages to both. I'm thinking of like realistic advantages that I'm going to be able to gain from speaking all languages. I just feel like that's amazing. I don't you know? see how it would change. Like, 
like I would like yeah I could get like any job really that has to do with that but at the same time yeah, like, that seems real. a lot more work yeah but that's real but see like with being able to speak all languages can literally communicate with anybody there is no situation in which you can't communicate with people like where are you gonna go just gonna go out in the woods and like ever go talk to a bear like Dude, nobody just, just cares to talk bro. to my dogs would be dope like yeah, just chilling like, with them yeah but like what if what if you find out that dogs dicks. don't have shit to say, dude. They don't, they're dude, not interested in conversation. I've got a great parent. He's got plenty to say. Yeah, but like, <laughs> what if it's garbage? You know, like, I don't know. I mean, it would obviously be cool. I just feel like the advantages. But to think the if big, we team up, though, oh, yeah. you know, like you got the animal speak. I can speak to a German guy that comes about. The biggest about. thing with like speaking to animals is like, what if animals don't like people say oh my, my dog said this and like they actually don't sound anything like that no like or they don't know, really have or thought what if like we dogs, do what if animal, what if you what if i pick this animals don't even speak english that's what i'm saying yeah. and now you start talking to, to my dogs and they're like je suis uh, yeah you, you, you have to talk to you have to <laughs> ask like, oh, me this is bullshit you're like brandon what did he say and be like i don't know i don't speak to animals <laughs> <laughs> that's what see that's like that kind of shit like if you get like three wishes from genie that's kind of shit that he would do yeah, yeah. no doubt that's a uh monkey's paw wish right yeah. there or it's like oh you you learn, uh, learn all languages and then and then like the next day you go deaf so you can understand all the language, but now you're deaf. Exactly. And I was mostly thinking just like any TV show or movie or music that I wanted to listen to. Like, I yeah, there's a lot of foreign, like there, there's a lot, like for example, and I know all these people, the, like these hipsters, are gonna be like, I haven't watched Parasite yet. That's a lot of reading. I don't want to watch. I don't, I don't like, I I've, get it's good, but I'm not going to, I don't want to watch. I'll never watch it. I yeah. even, didn't even seem interesting to me anyway. Yeah. So I mean, my, Megan said it was a great movie and I'm sure it is. It's got a lot of awards. A lot of people said great things about it. Yeah. But I found that movies that get a lot of awards are most of the time just trash that they try to make. <laughs> this is so artistic. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, there was, there it's was one movie in a foreign language that I so badly wanted to see. It was like in berlin like if hitler just came back to life in modern day germany see that'd be dope and he comes up and he's like he like he's like hitler he's like ah i'm i'm and then he quickly realizes my dad wanted to watch you and i started and i'm like oh it's in german see <sighs> i'll tell you i'll tell you the biggest advantage freaking narcos dude <laughs> narcos would be amazing because who in their right freaking mind did white subtitles for narcos bro like the whole scenery's white i can yeah. barely read this stuff and like i don't mind and some season subtitles. two was so many more subtitles season one was like a mix season two i was i got two episodes i'm like i can't do it man and i'm when i'm watching regular tv i'm a subtitle guy yeah. i like subtitles but i have it there as an assistant like, like i'm as convinced an assistant. i'm convinced that people that don't like subtitles just can't read fast <laughs> enough, dude. And I'm not sad. There's no yeah. experience. And I don't even use it. Like we watch like most shows with subtitles and now I don't do it during sports. Can't do subtitles during sports. No, that's, that's garbage. Different. That's different. So like those live. Nobody like, wants to see what Chris Collinsworth has to say yeah. twice. Okay. Or you know, they're never right. Like those, like sometimes like a month, like I want to know who's doing these subtitles. Like, or if it's an auto, why does you think, think that this guy just said pound dollar sign asterisk? Like, he said that. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm a, I'm a subtitles guy because then you don't have to like, 
what did he say? Well, just freaking read it, dude. Yeah. You know, like See, oh, he most said this. of the time we have to use it because I'd say eighty percent of the shows we watch is an accent, and my wife cannot do accents. She's even not if it's a, like a very guy. like even if it's like an American like a different like uh, regional accent. <laughs> it's like this guy's. What is this guy speaking? He's like, from New York City. Like he's like, hey, I'm walking here. So I didn't understand what, what he is, said. What did he say? Did what he, did he did, say? Did he say he likes soup? I don't know. Yes. Soup is terrible. I yeah. hate soup. <laughs> New Yorkers in their soup and bagels. Yeah. Like, what is this, an Olive Garden? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we are, we're running. This has been a pretty long episode. Let's move on to what are you binging? Uh, why don't you start us off? Uh, I have been binging Frank Sinatra's Holiday Music Station, bro. I'm a, I'm a Christmas music cat okay so yeah i like love some, it i like some christmas music dude. Yeah. like in the, for the most part no but i could definitely get on like frank sinatra that's my dude ben, Car- ben crosby good great I, I, music is great music okay and frank sinatra is a great musical artist that will forever go across generations yeah that he's amazing to me so yeah, yeah. go ahead uh been watching a bunch of we uh Vikings. Did you ever watch it on history? When it, I watched a little bit. It was okay. I got to about season five, and I was going to get caught up because the final, the like the series finale is coming up on December thirtieth. Uh, the the second half of this of the season finale, the final season, and my, and I've been trying to get my wife into it for years, and finally she's like, "Hey, I want to get into it now." I'm like, "Let's do it." They're forty five minute episodes. She's you gotta subtitle that. She's <laughs> never gonna understand them Norwegian. <laughs> she still barely understands it. I think. <laughs> what is he saying? <laughs> yeah, and so like, and the thing is, like, it, the first season came out in like two thousand ten. So I forget most of what happened. So we're watching. She's like, "Can you explain?" So I'm like, "Honestly, I don't know what's about to happen. I get the main gist of it. I know who survives." And and the one point and spo- straight up spoilers at one point. Uh, well, I guess if you're past the first season, it's not a spoiler. Uh, his uh, Ragnar's daughter's dead. And I'm like, and, she, and like, she's like part of an episode. And I'm like, and, and I'm like, Ragnar doesn't have a daughter. She's like, well, she's right there. I'm like, huh? I don't think she. And I'm like, well, if that tells you one thing, I don't think she's important or she probably dies. Three episodes later, she's dead from like a pan, from like from like a plague. I'm like, from huh. a pan. She's died of the vid. Yeah, she, she got, got vitted. Yeah. <laughs> she got vitted. She died huh? of the plague. But yeah, so, uh, okay. but it's a very good show, dude. Battle scenes. I mean, Bjorn Ironside's dope. Lagatha's dope. Uh, it's a it's a really good show. Budweiser holiday cans, bro. I'm a gimmick guy, especially when it comes to like domestic beer that yeah. really have minimal differences to me i'm a i like miller i like coors i hate bud light but budweiser holiday cans like when miller did the vortex bottles like that meant yeah. nothing to me but they're dope and i got them yeah. <laughs> okay so uh so yeah so they have some nice little collector's cans i probably i think i kept a couple so i'll show you they're pretty cool actually that's dope. is so, it like an ugly sweater almost or no it's like more like the old school oh, that's cool. like yeah like more like old school like the horses and like one of them's white and then like they have like scenery on yeah. them it's they're dope and so i uh love over the, like about two weekends ago and some this weekend, drinking some Founders Breakfast Stout. It's a pretty good beer. It's just a bunch of eggs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a pretty dope stout. Uh, not something that you can drink with like a lot. Like, I mean, I, I drink like a six pack in a sitting, uh, you know, but it's not something you can like drink like a shit ton. But it, it's a pretty good beer. Um, but yeah, let's move on to snapping our stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks.
All right. So this was actually going back to Thanksgiving. Uh, Troy Aikman refusing to learn. Like he got corrected like four or five times not to say the old Washington football team name. And the first couple times, all right, it's a mistake. I've done it. A lot of people do it. Uh, but, you know, when Michael Strahan did it at halftime, he immediately apologized, corrected himself, and Sorry. moved on. And that's one of the... Yeah. You're, everybody's allowed Troy to Aikman, the first time, kind of like didn't... Like, he was like, ha-ha. And then he said it again and again. Said it like four or five times. It's like, dude, that's... Like, you're a commentator on a massive station. Like, you gotta do better. Like, first off, it's a slur. Second of all, it's not their name anymore. Right. It's literally not the team name. Like, yeah. You know, I... I Agree with that completely. Uh, the Steelers versus the football team, their game not being broadcast across America, only in select areas. Yeah. And there was no rhyme or reason to where they were being broadcasted either. Like it was like areas of in the West, like there's small groups and pa- it was broadcast yeah. in Knoxville. <laughs> it was I, saw, Knoxville. I figured out. I do. I did some digging. I figured out why it was uh, broadcast in some places and not the others. Well, because we had to watch Judge Judy. Yeah. <laughs> That's you know, literally was, what was on was yeah. Judge Judy. So it's because DirecTV has a contract where they have to have an X amount of games on Sunday ticket. That would that that was their last game that they had to put on Sunday ticket. So if you had Sunday ticket, you could watch it wherever you were. Um. There is a group of probably about 30 uh, local news, sta- Fox news stations that uh, because they're local or because that region doesn't have. So if you lived in a region that does not have access to Sunday ticket, you could watch it. We live in a region. We have access to Sunday ticket. Uh, I think it's wild. I didn't realize there's regions. You just can't get Sunday ticket. You can get direct TV, but they don't offer Sunday ticket there, which is just weird. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you lived in a region that has access to Sunday ticket or you weren't a local, you uh, can't you get could. Sunday ticket in Knoxville. Uh, I believe that they that their local Fox News station is an affiliate is owned by the is owned by a, uh, a like a subsidiary that is based in uh, Pittsburgh. And so that's why they could do it. It's it's a bunch of bullshit. I mean, it's I'm not excusing, but that's no, why. Yeah, you, but that's a good. Ex- I, I would rather have an explanation. Yeah. Of me and still be mad. Thing, give us warning, dude. I was fully expecting to be able to watch it till four o'clock rolled around. I go to put it on. I'm like, why is Judge Judy still on? Maybe it'll click over. Or I'm like, it's on the thing. Maybe because it's like a weird time. They didn't put it on the schedule. Talk and about I'm, a talk about a a badass, though. Judge Judy, she be wrecking it, dude. She yeah. wrecks some folks. Dude, I. I find her annoying, dude. She's very annoying, but like in an awesome way. Like I like the the, the three the thirty seconds that I had on when I was looking for the channel. Someone was like, "Yeah, um, I'm I'm the uh, I'm the the plaintiff, and here's like my husband. He's gonna chime in with some evidence." She's like, "No, no, 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 no. We don't chime in here, Mister." But you don't. It's I, mean, I get you know, that, but it's, it's like court. It, I mean, it's not like she was saying, "Oh, he's gonna interrupt you." It's I mean, TV say, court, say, Bobby. <laughs> it's still. literally TV court, like. I get what you're saying. Obviously, it's annoying. These people went to TV yeah. court. So, like, you have to expect some level of annoyance. Do, like, where are you in your life where you end up saying, you know what? I've got a case. I'm going to take it to TV court. Yeah. I mean, you have to be. I, in a I can't wait rough spot. for in about six months when Judge Judy has Rudy Giuliani in her courtroom. It's going to be amazing. Well, if he makes it. There. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just that's in que- that's questionable <laughs> at this point in time. Uh, but uh, I, uh, you, uh, you've got a good one, so I'll let yeah. Uh, but yeah, my complaint was pretty much AT and T. 
Uh, just not just that, but, you know, they've cut off regional sports, Fox Sports, Tennessee from Hulu, Fubo, Sling, um, YouTube TV, all the other things I, I could. I mean, I'm probably I could just make up a couple like woo streaming service. And I mean, so now it's like I'm doing some reason. I'm like, OK, cool. Where can I find it? I've got to get it through AT, like direct TV or AT&T TV now. And I'm like, this is really annoying because what's really annoying is when I cut off, I cut the i cut the cord last year and i specifically asked him i was like before i cut the cord am i gonna like i need to know that nothing's gonna be happening like i can like you're not gonna have anything that's gonna affect me in the next year or two where i have to come back and like no no nothing's gonna happen i get it the person on the phone doesn't know what contract's gonna happen but still man like it's it's ridiculous that the only way we can watch preds games now is to have like we live in nashville and we can only watch preds games on can that? steal them online though yeah so. that's a pain in the, and then i'm like five minutes behind and here's the thing if i was if, if they have live games and it's safe and there's a vaccine out cool because then i mean i'm watching away games and i'll, I'll just get nhl network or, or the nhl package right but this is this is especially in a year when everyone's like being forced to pretty much stay at home and rightfully so don't make it harder for us to watch our team the pro the problem is what they don't realize is now they can they can do it now, but it's going to come back to bite them after the fact, you know, like when, when everybody can just get up and go to the game or whatever, yeah. like or when streaming bar, is when bars open easy. back up. Right, right. Exactly. Because you bet that like there's going to come a time like next season. If this, if this keeps up next season, when we can go out, dude, I'll be going to the Chili's or something. I, the only chance I to- would never. <laughs> Mm, Bobby, <laughs> it's the only one thing in Shellyville that would have it. So, Bobby, frig that chilies, bro. Frig it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Why don't you finish us off? Um. So mine is the freaking psychopaths that buy <laughs> that buy absolutely brand new cars and present it to their significant other on Christmas. Yeah. Like I was literally talking about this the other day. I was going to make it mine. What in the world are you doing? Like who just goes out and buys a $60,000 car and doesn't even consult their wife yeah. or husband. And there's like, multiple levels of craziness here. Are you joking? Hey, like, first off, who, I don't get people who go out and buy brand new cars off the lot. It's dumb. You can literally go out and get a one-year-old model that probably has less than 2,000 miles on it. Sure. Situ- and situationally, the need may call for it, but but yeah. for the most part, yeah, it's not a smart investment, but it's most certainly not a smart investment. And like one that really wears me out is that dude that just went and spent like 120 grand yeah, of his and his wife money. And she's like, this one's mine. He's like, oh, I was actually going to. She's like, no, this one's mine. Like, it's frig you, frig you. I want a divorce. Like, okay. You do realize a you're, divorce. This is on my credit because I didn't consult you. I am clearly a sociopath. And so now I am planning a way to murder you. Yeah. And then I'll have. And I'm going to have to need that pickup. I'm going to need that pickup truck to put you in. Not to mention. Though you probably spent five hundred dollars on big bows, yeah, those bows are ridiculous. Like, um, I, it's just you're a a sociopath if you do. What's that. What's even more annoying is like, listen, I get the Ford ones, but like, I saw I saw one the other day for like a Lamborghini commercial. Are you sure Lamborghinis yeah. definitely don't Lamborghini definitely doesn't do commercials? It might have been a Ferrari. It was a it was a it no. Was, those big luxury cars know, it, usually don't do commercials. Like was, as like a marketing ploy, they don't co- commercialize. 
That's a Rolex. Biz- I know for a fact I've seen a I've seen a Rolex. You have commercial. never seen a Rolex Bullshit. commercial on TV, bro. That is literally I. That's a business school thing. Like those companies do not advertise on TV on purpose. They see it as lowbrow, and it is. I see. I I'm pulling up Rolex TV commercials right now. Uh, this the place that uh they track brands and commercials. 154 nationally aired TV ad campaigns for Rolex. No, you're wrong. Competition for Rolex includes Omega, Citizen, Movado. Yeah, dude, I've seen Rolex ones because those nah, ones I know for a fact I've been like, that's BS. No, nah, you've never seen a Rolex commercial. Man. I would fight it for. I will fight it till the day I die. Martin Scorsese did did a Rolex commercial. No, he did not. Rolex had the best Oscars commercial with James Cameron, Martin Scorsese, Catherine Bigelow, Alejandro Giannatri, Arino. I don't know how to say his last name. My bad. But no, it, they, they did a. They did a. I can pull it up right now. There's a Rolex commercial for the Oscars. Was it like during the Oscars? No, it was like a commercial that you. No, you're lying, dude. Okay, you're a liar. <laughs> the you internet, heard it here first. Bobby's a liar. The internet does not lie. First <laughs> off, if it's on the internet, it's true. But all right, so even fine, not Lamborghini, because I was mainly talking about those brands. But even but so, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, a Mercedes commercial is still to me wild. Like that's a hundred. Like that's at least a hundred thousand dollar car. And you're putting that commercial out during a pandemic? Like, bro, we need $1,200. We just need another $1,200 check. You want us to go spend money on a brand new car? What's that face? What'd you find? Are we ready? They do have, they do have commercials. I'll give it to you. I'll, right. I'll, uh, I will uh, concede. Yeah, you heard it here. Brandon's a liar. All right, guys. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.